Thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 180. I want to thank you for taking the time to join me on this episode. If um, if you're new to this uh, podcast, uh, I'm thankful that you've stumbled along and found your way here. And if you've been with me for some time now, it's probably a year and a half approaching. I'm thankful that you've continued with me. Uh, I pray that you're getting some benefit from the things that we discuss here, uh, some thoughts and some learnings that I've shared along the way. So I just want to say an additional thank you um, for those who have been around and maybe those who are coming around for the first time. Um, I would ask, too, that you share this with with people that you know. Uh, you have a circle of influence that I could never reach or may not ever come across. So uh, the more that we can spread this around, I feel that uh, the kingdom of God is multiplied and expanded, and so I appreciate you doing so. Um, just a couple of updates. Um, I have a website. I haven't really talked about it much, um, but uh, in the process of of putting that together, expanding it, uh, creating some additional functionality in it, uh, and that's uh, the Bible Study Podcasts dot com. Uh, you'll find the link to that website in the episode description notes, um, and so go check that out as it's developing. There's some pretty cool functionality. You can um, obviously contact me. You know, send emails. There's a pretty neat little voicemail uh, situation on it as well, so that's pretty cool. Um, and then as that develops, there'll be more functionality. Uh, you'll be able to access um, links to my books that I've written, and uh, I'm kind of working on some things. Of course, that's a process as as that all comes together. So just um, stay stay tuned for that. Check out that uh, website. I'd love to hear if you have questions about particular portions in the Bible, just things, questions in general. I'd love to, for you to email me. Um, the Bible Study Podcast at, at gmail.com. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, uh, your thoughts or questions. So today I have kind of just more so a thought uh, or um, something for you to consider. Uh, so this probably won't be very ex- extended, but um, more so a thought to consider. And it's regarding prayer. I've done episodes on prayer uh, before. This is a really a recent thought that I've had in light of, I've been uh, revisiting the the story of uh, George Mueller. Uh, sometimes you hear it pronounced Mueller as well. Um, but if you're not familiar with him and the work that he's done for God's kingdom, you should so much check him out. Um, George Mueller, it's M-U-L-L-E-R. Um, he has a fantastic story. And um, essentially, um, he established, among many other things, he established uh, orphan houses, and he did so with the primary objective of establishing and demonstrating to to the church world, to those of us following Christ, that 
through only prayer to God, asking God only for him to meet the specific needs. He wouldn't, he wouldn't proposition or ask anyone for funds, for necessary things to, to take care of these orphans. Um, he simply did it through prayer and asking God. And God, countlessly, time after time, never failing him, provided for the needs of all the houses and the children. It's an incredible story. He has an autobiography. Um, it's, it's a pretty extensive uh, account that he had written. Um, he's had he's authored many many items, books, and different things. So there's a plethora of things you can find on the internet, uh, YouTube, of of George um, Muller. And so, in revisiting his life, um, this is kind of the context of where this question arose. And so, by his life and not just him, but many others, we can learn the lesson that prayer has on the life of the believing Christian. Now, the Bible has much to teach us regarding living a life of prayer. No doubt that prayer contributes and even makes up the life of the follower of Christ. So, of course, I am encouraged by Muller and his devoted life to Christ and his faithfulness in prayer to God. Of course, I am encouraged that God so faithfully answered countless prayers, both important and even perhaps trivial. But this begs the question to me, does it, does it more greatly please the Lord for us to day by day and in persistence petition our God through prayer for that in which we need and or want? So, Another question, does prayer please God? No doubt that it does. The Bible uh, can show us that um, very easily. But I ask, which, which of these is the greater? To ask God for our need in prayer or to not ask knowing that he sees, knows, cares, and will intervene as he sees fit. Now, which is the better way? Now, before, before you quickly pass judgment on the question and perhaps formulate your answer, just let's make this a conversation you know, among friends. My intention is not to discount or to, to eradicate asking God for our needs by prayer. That's not what I'm out to do. But I am curious, which pleases God's heart more? Which pleases Him more wholly, more completely? So I'm not, 
advocating this whatever-will-be-will-be attitude. But it would be more of a posture of the heart that maintains that our Father will provide despite us you know, give me some liberty here, begging God to bring it about. So you may scoff at such a question. You may be quick to bring judgment on such a question. You may say, well, of course God would rather us ask him. After all, James 4 verse 2 says, you do not have because you do not ask God. Now, at first glance, it would seem, well, there you have it. We must ask, or i.e. pray, to receive. Well, I often find much learning when seeing or thinking on earthly parallels to fathers and children. So imagine you are a father, a parent, who has a child in need. Now, do you keep from meeting the need because they do not ask? Or would you, in all your power and ability, reach out to provide for their need? Would you stay your hand because they fail to persistently ask you for what they need? So, just pause a second to think on why is it we believe God conducts himself this way? Why would he? Does God answer prayer and requests? Well, of course. But if George Muller had not prayed and prayed day by day for each day's need for the needs of the orphanage and his other ministry work— Would God, his Father, let his need go unmet? And if so, was it to teach Muller to ask? Well, what does the Bible have to say on this topic? Well, a lot, but I'm going to point out a a couple items. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus teaches his disciples to not use empty phrases in attempts that their many and long prayers will be heard because of them. Jesus reminds them that, quote, your father knows what you need before you ask him. He continues on in verse 9 and instructs them on how they should pray. Quote, pray then like this, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Now, this does show us asking for daily bread is biblical. And while this seems to make sense, what if the statement, 
lead us not into temptation. Shall we also ask of our Father to not lead us into temptation? Or perhaps is there more here that we don't yet grasp? So let me just leave that for now. Now what of what of Romans 8:32 which says quote he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all how will he not also with him graciously give us all things Now notice it does not say at the end to those who ask or to those who pray for it. What is the greatest thing that one can acquire? Christ himself. If we did not, and dare I say could not, have asked for Christ to be given, how then could other trivial things compared to the richness that is in Christ himself be required to be asked for to receive them if the highest Christ did not require asking to be received. What of Luke 12, 22-34? I won't read all that, but visit that yourself and it speaks of the ravens and the lilies. And do the ravens and the lilies ask for God to provide for them? Well, maybe they do, but maybe not. But how much more will God our Father give to us what we need? So, just to kind of close out this question, whether you pray every day asking God for each and every need, each and every specific need, or if you have a confident trust that God will not keep from you that which you have need of, the most important thing is to be confident that he, God, is a caring father and will not keep his children anywhere but near his heart. I think it's safe to remember that if we do not ask God daily for the things we need, we are not in jeopardy of losing out on his blessings. This isn't meant to take you away from prayer. It's not meant to subtract from the value of prayer. It's meant to bring a sense or build your sense of trust in God. We have a bit of a skewed perspective oftentimes of God in our culture here in in the United States and I'm sure other places as well. We we have m- many misconceptions on how God conducts himself. And and so I hope that maybe this 
challenges your perception and causes you to think and chew. Walk in God's will. Do His work. Believe that He provides for His children. Love Him and remain intimately connected to both His voice and His words. And so as we as we digest and unpack some of what we believe to be true about prayer, let us have an open mind to what God may want to show or to reveal to us about some things that perhaps we've always thought to be so. And could they perhaps not be exactly as we imagined them? So thank you again for taking the time to join me. And I look forward to talking with you on the next episode. God bless. If it means that I'm close to you, I would trade a million.